Hello and welcome to Season Saviors Episode 8. I'm Ian Whitfield. I'm actually doing this project solo today. Shane Riley has been out of school this entire week, unfortunately, so hoping for the best for Shane. But let's just jump right into the must-starts this week after a very interesting Week 7 with Amari Cooper and Carlos Hyde on the move. So we're going to jump right into the stardoms now. I'm going to start with CJ Usoma, a tight end for the Cincinnati Bengals. Usoma's had stepped into the tight end uh, one role for the Bengals since Tyler Eifert's season-ending injury, and he's been pretty solid. He's averaged nine points per game since stepping into the uh, featured tight end role for the Bengals, and this week he's home against a, just a tragic Buccaneers defense that have allowed the most fantasy points per game to opposing tight ends with 19.6 and have allowed the most yards per game to tight ends as well. Usoma is a must-start at the tight end position as the Buccaneers' pass defense has been dreadful against tight ends all year and just overall um, just around playing against wide receivers and stuff too. Uh, secondly, we're going to jump in with Jarvis Landry, a wide receiver for the Cleveland Browns. Landry got traded from the or uh, signed with the Browns after the uh, playing for the Dolphins for a long stretch, obviously. Uh, Landry put up a season-high 25.7 fantasy points last week and had a season-high 10 receptions as well. This week he has a great um, fantasy appeal as he takes on a Steelers defense that has allowed the third most total points per game to opposing wide receivers and are one of five teams to allow over 200 yards per game to wide receivers as well. Teams tend to have success with the passing game with wide receivers um, against the Steelers and they, they don't really involve their running backs or tight ends as much in the passing game against them. So I think Landry's going to have a high volume with a lot of... Uh, good potential too this week he has high uh, wide receiver one upside so feel free to start them against start him against a wide receiver fantasy friendly team like the Steelers the last start for this week is Andy Dalton quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals uh, I typically don't like to choose two players from the same team to start in the same week but Dalton has great fantasy con conditions this week and they take on the Buccaneers team as I mentioned above who's just horrid against um the passing game. They've allowed 27.2 fantasy points per game to opposing quarterbacks, and the Bucks have only one interception all season. So Dalton's going to have a high volume as their Buccaneers are involved in a lot of shootouts. Not only that, they're he's not going to have the ups or the downside of a lot of um, interceptions being thrown. So don't worry about his point total taking a hit because of that either. I think Dalton's one of the best plays that I've seen in a long time. When I saw this, um, looking around at him and. Oh, all the conditions that he has. It's great fantasy conditions for any quarterback. Um, I think Dalton's going to do extremely well this week, and I've even benched Drew Brees and Kirk Cousins in a couple leagues to start Dalton this week as they take on the Buccaneers. Now we're going to head to the do-not-starts this week. Um, we're going to start off with Christian McCaffrey, running back for the Carolina Panthers. McCaffrey's been great this season. He racks up a ton of t uh, targets, great a large number of receptions, and he's currently a top-10 running back in PPR leagues. This week he plays a Ravens team that's allowed a league low 14.3 fantasy points, total fantasy points per game to opposing running backs. So obviously that's split up between running backs, not just 14.3 straight up to uh, other running backs. And then a top, their top three in total running back receptions allowed to running backs all season as well. So their lowest, they don't allow a lot of receptions to running backs and they don't allow a lot of yards per carry either. McCaffrey gets majority of his fantasy points from his high number of receptions, so that number's going to take a massive hit with the Ravens only allowing 3.6 receptions to opposing running backs per game. So that's also spread out, too. So McCaffrey might only get a handful of those receptions as um, other members of the Carolina backfield can also get takes. I, I think McCaffrey has a low appeal this week and has a harsh fantasy running back. As, as a, I just don't see how he's going to have potential this week. I think you have to uh, bench him and 
put in someone else off the waiver wire this week. Uh, secondly, we have Nick Chubb running back for the Cleveland Browns. Due to how easily teams are able to get through the Steelers' pass defense, as I mentioned above, teams aren't running that much against them. The Steelers have the third lowest amount of rushing attempts against them all year and have allowed the lowest total yards per game to opposing running backs. Chubb will most likely not receive a high volume, which is where Cleveland running backs mostly thrive, and the Browns will coordinate their game plan again around the passing game. I, Chubb's going to have a hard time getting going, and he's not a big play guy. He doesn't average a lot of yards per carry, obviously, as he's still he's a rookie this year, so he's still trying to find his groove. But I think the Cleveland Browns are going to focus more on Jarvis Landry, Bake, uh, Baker Mayfield, and Nujuku at the tight end position. I think they're going to want to get the passing game going against the Steelers uh, secondary that hasn't been extremely solid this year. Lastly, Alshon Jeffrey, wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles. Jeffrey's looked really good this year, 19.9 points per game since returning from his uh, injury that's kept him out of the first th- Eagles' first three contests. But Jeffrey did struggle against Xavier Rhodes in his third game back, second game back, one of those two, and only put up 5.9 points. Since then, he hasn't really played another elite cornerback, and no standout names there. So he was putting up a lot of points, but that was those were against mediocre pass defenses. Now he heads on to, heads to take on Jacksonville with Jalen Ramsey and A.J. Boyd. The Jaguar pass defense has allowed the lowest total fantasy points per game to opposing wide receivers, 28.9, which obviously that's spread out amongst uh, numerous wide receivers, as I said. They're the only team to allow under 30 in that category and has allowed the lowest total yards per game to wide receivers as well. Jeffrey is a very risky play this week, and he has next to no upside. Uh, There's so many other options that I can think of that you could start this week. Now we're going to head to the waiver wire pickups. Uh, we're going to start off with Jalen Richard running back for the Oakland Raiders. The Oakland Raiders are an absolute mess right now. They're just trading pieces. Stag- John Gruden's stacking up on um, first-round picks, sorry. And the, the things just aren't looking good for the Raiders. Marshawn Lynch is out for a while, if not the entire season. So now it's down to Doug Martin and Jalen Richard at the running back one rule for the Raiders. Martin, Doug Martin's going to get most of the carries and most of the run production, but the Raiders are going to be doing a lot of passing as they're going to be down in most of their games. So they're going to have to try to come back, which is going to be more passing. Richard has established himself as a prestige pass catcher in the NFL as just like a featured back, kind of like a James White, obviously not as good, but he gets a ton of receptions and uh, crunch time when they need to work the ball downfield. So Richard should see a lot of targets, a lot of receptions. He's going to get a few carries too to help add on a few more points. But his point total is going to come from receptions and rece- receiving yards, too. He's only owned in 34.4% of ESPN leagues, too. So he's a great pickup and a potential flex play if you had, like, an Alshon Jeffrey in your flex or something like that this week. My second waiver wire pickup is Tyrell, Tyrell Williams, sorry, wide receiver for the Los Angeles Chargers. Williams has got exactly 118 yards twice in his last two games while adding three touchdowns as well. So that's... Over, way over uh, 200 yards. Williams has a lot of big play potential, and he has eight points or more in every game this season except for one, where he recorded six in week three, I believe. Williams has been a great play and is owned in, in an alarmingly low 17.8% of ESPN leagues. Williams is an extremely solid pickup who's quickly making a name for himself and is becoming a constant target for Phillip Rivers and slowly establishing himself as a wide receiver too over Mike Williams in that uh, Chargers offense. My last waiver wire pickup is Chaycon Smith, wide receiver for the New Orleans Saints. The Saints have one of the best offenses in the NFL, and Smith is quietly wide receiver too for them. He received six targets last week, and that was 
against a really good Ravens pass defense. So he got a volume there, and he still put up seven points against them. And that's going to be the hardest pass defense they play for the rest of the year. He's getting volume, and he's getting and he's super dangerous deep threat. I, I love Traquan Smith just for the rest of the season as a potential flex play if you're not able to grab like a Jalen Richard or Tyrell Williams either. He's only owned in 12.8% of ESPN leagues, and he's a next best wide receiver on the Saints behind Michael Thomas. I can't stress that enough. They have no other passing options except for Kamara and Michael Thomas. Ben Watson hasn't been getting involved at all, so Traquan Smith is the next option. And Drew Brees is turning to him a lot on deep balls, and he's getting targets too. So I think he's a great pickup that you can play at the flex or even wide receiver two position. And that's about all we have for this week as uh, Shane's not here, so you're only getting one set of stardom, sit and waiver wire pickups this week. Tune in next week as we'll do the breakdown of week nine uh, season saviors. Thank you.